You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, this is Anne-Marie Cross, money, marketing and mindset business coach and the host of the Coaches Connection podcast and this is episode number 17. The Coaches Connection podcast is for you if you are a coach or a consultant and you want to take your coaching practice to the next level. All of the tips and the strategies that I'll be sharing around money, around marketing, around money mindset and how you can get paid what you're worth, it'll be on this show. And uh, it's certainly an honor that you are here with me today. If this is the very first time that you're listening, I welcome you. Whether you're brand new in business or you've been in your coaching practice for a while, this show is uh, for you. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about today is around the topic of smashing through the glass ceiling. And I'm actually halfway through the Smashing the Glass Ceiling Tally Summit. I decided about, oh, goodness, let me think. Back in the beginning of the year, I wanted to host a tele summit and decided to call it Smashing Through the Glass Ceiling after I recognized that many women who were working in the corporate arena wanted to make it out on their own and take their knowledge and expertise and start to get paid what they're worth in their own business. But what often happened was the mindset and the restrictions that they often had over them within the corporate arena tended to follow them into their own businesses and they found it hard to get new clients, they found it difficult to get paid what they're worth and a lot of different problems which you might be experiencing too within in your business. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to create this tele-summit and I've scoured the globe and I found 18 business experts that are talking about money, they're talking about marketing, they're talking about mindset. So if you have not yet gone over and grabbed your ticket, go and do that after today's uh, podcast, www.smashing theglassceilingtallysummit.com. Now, there's two options. There's a general ticket, which is a free ticket, and then there is the ultimate transformation ticket, which has a very low investment of $47. This is going to stay $47 until the end of November and when the Tally Summit finishes, and I do encourage you to invest in yourself. It's a very, very low investment level for the incredible opportunities that you are going to achieve in your business through listening, and taking action on all of the expertise and the strategies that each of the guests are sharing. And you get lifetime access to uh, the recordings, the templates, the worksheets and a deeper transformation through coming on board as one of our elite Ultimate Transformation Community members. So www.smashingtheglassceilingtallysummit.com So that's kind of what I've been busy doing and it's been incredibly fun. Yes, it's a lot of different actions to be done when you're organizing a tele summit, but it's certainly been worthwhile when we're hearing from a lot of the participants. You, maybe you, are also part of uh, the tele summit listening to all of the guests. And so it really is my pleasure to bring those guests to you. Let's get on to today's show. 
So I wanted to talk about the three different ways that I often see ambitious entrepreneurs, uh, the coaches, and maybe you can resonate with this as well, holding themselves back, which means they find it very difficult to smash through their glass ceiling. So I wanted to identify what each of those three ways were so that you can identify whether or not they are happening within your business and how you can move through that. And also, we've got a question. One of our participants of the Smashing the Glass Ceiling Tally Summit has sent in a question, and it's actually one that I'm often asked. So, I want to share some advice around that. It's all about how do I get new clients? How do I attract new clients? And as always, I uh, really just want to share an inspirational tip because I, I love inspirational tips and often I'll read through them, I'll scout through them, and I love it when I see them on Facebook. It really helps you take you know, take a bit of a check-in, especially if you're having a challenging day, and it just allows you to focus on more positive things, things that are going to drive you forward, things that are going to expand you, and I always love to finish a show off with uh, one of my favorite inspirational tips. Now, if you have a question or you want to share an inspirational tip, there's a number of different ways that you can connect with me. Send an email through to me via, the, you know, the Ambitious Entrepreneur network.com or if you go to the show page and the show notes for this episode can be found on the ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP, that's CCP for podcast one seven. So it's uh, show 17. So if you do that, you can see the show notes and the different ways you can connect with me. If you've got a question that you want to send in, certainly leave a voicemail message for me. All of the details are on those show notes page. Or if you want to share one of your favorite inspirational quotes, you can do that as well. And I shall share that on an upcoming show. All right, let's get into today's topic. Three ways that you may be holding yourself back from smashing through your glass ceiling to your next level of income. One of the things that I did was do a bit of research. For those of you who have only just starting to learn about me, I've spent many, many years working in the career industry. That's why I started my coaching practice many years ago as a career coach. And I found that a lot of women would reach a certain level in their career and find it very difficult to increase their income. And from the studies that I found, particularly here in Australia, they'll often talk about the glass ceiling. And I know this is also apparent in other countries as well, the US, the UK, I'm certain Canada as well, maybe where you are from as well. Let me know if the glass ceiling is certainly something that the country that you live in, they talk about that. I want to know because uh, this is certainly a topic that I'm very interested in. But studies have shown that uh, certain workplaces do have opportunities which seem to be available for a lot of men and studies have shown that one of the reasons why women find that they're not being put up for promotion or they're not getting positions and yet they're being offered to their male colleagues, their male counterparts who have similar qualifications as they do and have similar you know, background and experiences is not because of the gender factor. So, in all honesty, I don't really believe that there's a glass ceiling and I believe that very much 
it's how we position ourselves, you know, whether we are out there and being able to speak confidently and positioning ourselves as the best person for that role. And studies have also shown that this is true. This is the case. And in fact, a Melbourne Business School professor here called Mara Ola Keynes, I hope that's how you pronounce her name correctly, she did a study a number of years ago and it's very apparent even still today that women were more reluctant to initiate a negotiation and when they did, they undervalued their work. They set lower targets for themselves before they even started to communicate or negotiate. And they tended to accept the first offer that was given to them. And therefore, they were hesitant to negotiate a better deal. Now, yes, this might be in a, a corporate environment or in a professional environment. However, the same reasons why women tend to do this also is relevant within our workplaces in our own business, I should say, when we start working for ourselves. We tend to be reluctant when we're communicating with a potential client. If a client says, well, give me a discount and I'll hire you, or they try and get you, a client may try and get you to absolutely jam-pack every single thing in your package to the point where you're really undermining and undervaluing your packages for what you are charging. And just the way they approach the whole, you know, prospective client conversation and not do so confidently and not really value their worth is something that often will be the reason why these incredible business owners, you know, you in your coaching practice or consultancy are not getting paid what you're worth because of one or all of these three factors. So it's really important to identify why this is happening because I am passionate about everyone being paid what they're worth. I'm a stand for that. That is what drives me. I do not like it when people are not valuing or not being valued and when the only way that a potential client is going to say yes is if you you lower your price so much that it really is almost you know not worth your while doing that because you're just not getting paid enough. And that really, I really have make a stand. And if this is something that you experience, then please, from this point forward, make a commitment to yourself that you will no longer continue to undervalue and undercharge. But here's three reasons why this will often happen. And just do an internal check and see, look, is this an area which I'm struggling with? Firstly, you're not believing in yourself. You don't believe that your skills and your talents really are of a certain level that your ideal client will pay you what you're worth, that there's real value to that. So that's the first one. The second one point is that they doubt their skills and experience. So you really doubt the experience that you've had over the years. Perhaps you might have done some certifications, some additional studies. And even though you have expanded your knowledge, you really don't feel confident in bringing that forward. So you really doubt those skills that they are worth charging more for and that your ideal clients will certainly find them valuable. And the last one is that you believe that everything needs to be perfect. You know, you need to have the perfect website, you need to have the perfect business cards, you need to have the perfect office and it's all set out professionally before you actually can start to be paid what you're worth. So if you resonate with either three of those reasons, I'm here to tell you, stop. 
don't do that anymore. You know, we would have a look at the first area and we'll, we'll talk about these very briefly. And what I'll do in the show notes is I'll put a link to an article where I share a little bit more information about that. And you can certainly go back and have a look at that. But not believing in yourself that you have what it takes to be successful, what can often happen is we get stuck in the cycle because we start to look at what everyone else is doing. You know, what is this coach doing? Or you start doing a bit of that comparison mode. We're often told, aren't we? Go and do some research on what your competitors are doing, which is fine, but not when we talk about the comparison where you start to judge yourself and measure yourself against what these other people are doing. And then you look at what you're doing and you feel incompetent, you feel unprofessional, you feel unworthy, and it really kind of makes you feel horrible and that you're just not doing enough and that these people, you know, your competitors are just so much more amazing than you are. That really is sending a message to you that you aren't good enough, that you don't really have those skills and you need to stop that. Stop comparing yourself. Stop measuring yourself against what everybody else is doing. They are not you. And remember, you are seeing, I don't remember who told me this, it was one of my colleagues, I think, and she said that when we look at what everyone else is doing, other people's websites, their social media strategies, all of those different areas, we are seeing them at their best. We're not seeing them struggling or when they have a little bit of a breakdown because something's not working, when their technology doesn't work, when they get a brain block, you know, they're trying to write an article or they've had to re-record something, you know, 10 times because each time they press record, they forget what they were going to say, you know, they're nervous. We don't see all that. Yet we see that obviously when we're working in our own businesses because we feel that we experience that. So you need to stop measuring where you are at in your business against everybody else's A game. Don't measure yourself against their A game. Instead, start to measure your personal best. If you did something last week, aim at maybe taking that a little bit further, maybe to work at consistently generating those kind of results. Measure your best. You can achieve whatever you set your mind to. You can achieve the goals that you set for yourself as long as those goals are not so high that it's almost impossible for you to achieve. And the only person that can stop you from achieving your goals is you. So I really encourage you to start believing in yourself and really understanding and believing that you have what it takes to be successful. The second one, let's talk about this briefly, is doubting your skills and the experience that you have are enough to build a successful business. And what will often happen in this area is that we think that we need to know how to do everything in our business to be successful in our business. And that is not the case. You know, I'm someone who loves technology. And when I think about the pieces of technology that I'm able to use now, when I think of my podcast, when I think of the website and the plugins and that I'm now using and the pieces of technology, if I look back a couple of years ago, I 
I didn't have a clue about a lot of the things that I'm doing now. I had no idea. What I did was I learned. I reached out. I looked for mentors who I knew were doing things that I wanted to do and and working at a level that I wanted to be at. And I'm consistently and constantly investing in myself to expand my knowledge in that area. Something else that I also do as well, and I want to encourage you to do too, is to get the support that you need. Who is it that you need to add to your team? What skill, what resource do you need to attract to your business? Who is it that has those skills that can support you? You don't need to do everything yourself. And in fact, you shouldn't be doing everything yourself because otherwise you're going to wear yourself too thin. Running a business, even if it's a small business, has a lot of moving parts. And if you're trying to juggle all of those parts constantly day in and day out, you are just going to hit a brick wall really, really quickly and get exhausted. So you want to be able to outsource the tasks that uh, you don't necessarily want to do yourself or learn the skill. If it is something that is going to be useful to you, something that you need to be implementing in your business, then you can learn that skill. Don't let, you know, the whole aspect of you not being aware of how to do something stop you from taking your business to the next level. Get trained, get a mentor, get a coach, enroll in a program or hire someone to help you. The last point is thinking that you need to have everything set up perfectly before you can build a successful business. Well, this is coming from a reformed perfectionist because I do like to have things really looking nice and there'll be some times where I'll check something so many times it's like enough already, Anne-Marie, move on. And I've gotten to the stage now where, you know, if I see a typo or something like that, yeah, it's not nice. It doesn't feel nice, but you know what? It's not the end of the world. Get it out there. Same with my website. If I look at the website that I have now compared to what I first started, I mean, if I look back to my business when I very first started the very first business I had oh my goodness it was such an old I mean it would be too embarrassing to even go back and have a look at but it was a start at least it was something that was out there that could really start to promote my brand so stop looking at what everyone else is doing and think you need to have everything perfect not at all I know of very successful coaches who are generating multi multi six-figure businesses and don't even have a proper website. You can do that too. You don't have to have that all up and running and all of the social media platforms up and running before you can generate a really good income and start to really get out there and, you know, make a really good impression out there in in the, the marketplace. You don't need to have that all perfect. Just go with what you can. Of course, it needs to be professional, like you don't want to show up and be off brand, but you don't need it to have perfect. So please, whatever it is, fill in the blank, whatever you think I need to have this before I get going, not at all. I I really, I, I challenge you in a very supportive way, go out there and get a client. If you've got a packages that you put together, you know exactly what it is that you want to say and who your ideal client is and you've got a great solution to offer them. Don't let the fact that you don't have a beautiful, you know, glossy flyer or the website all set up, just go and get yourself a client and start generating income for yourself. And then as you do and as you expand your business and start generating a solid income to support you, then you can go out and start to invest 
invest in in these other areas as well so there you have it if you're not believing in yourself if you doubt your skills and experience if you believe that everything has to be perfect those are three barriers that'll stop you from smashing through to the next level of greatness in your business now that you know these things you can start to implement strategies to support you in transforming that and moving forward. Now, if you really identified that these are the areas that are really keeping you stuck, what I want to encourage you to do is to grab one of my what I call business breakthrough strategy sessions. Let's get together, identify these gaps and why you are being held back and we can really kind of map out a solution for you to be able to move forward. If you really are, are tired of struggling in your business and you really are serious, I mean, we are at the end or nearing the end now of another year and if you are still looking back and thinking from the beginning of the year, I, you know, this is what I wanted to achieve and you are a way, way, way far away from achieving that goal and you really can see that you need some support in doing that, then let's talk. I'll put the link to my business breakthrough strategy sessions on the show notes. Again, all you need to do is go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP17. CCP, that's for Coaches Connection Podcast, CCP17. All right, let's move on to today's question. Okay, so today's question comes from Jude. How do I attract new clients? Really great question. There's a couple of resources that I want to share with you that you can go and find out a little bit more about. Jude, if you have not already signed up for my business success fit kit for coaches, I certainly suggest that you do. That's the business success kit for coaches. If you go to the show notes, I'll put a link there. It's got a lot of webinar recordings, audios, you know, PowerPoint presentations that'll identify how you can build a successful coaching business or practice. So I certainly recommend that you go and sign up for that first. And also, there's uh, one of the other shows, the Coaches Connection podcast, episode 11. So all you need to do is go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP11. So one one will also identify uh, key elements that you need to build with your ideal client. So this is all about marketing and you know being irresistible. And in fact, the show is called How Irresistible Are Your Coaching Services Really? Because due I'm assuming that you're finding it difficult to attract new clients and it may be because you are not irresistible to your clients and it's very important how we position our coaching services as we're speaking to our prospective clients as to whether or not they are going to resonate with our, you know, what we're saying with our conversation and how influential you are that they say, hey, we need to work together. So that show identifies, you know, key elements that you need to build with your ideal client and words and phrases that you should be using within your conversation, but across all of your marketing material. So whether you're writing articles, if you're doing a podcast, if you are sharing content and information on any social media platform, you need to be very mindful about the words, the key phrases, the language your ideal client uses so that you can mirror that particular conversation back to them and build rapport 
and really allow that prospective client to see and to understand that you know exactly what it is that they're experiencing and that you have a solution to their struggles and the the issues and you can support them. That show also goes into detail about how to build credibility and desirability so that your ideal client wants to work with you. And so those are a couple of resources that I really want you to go and check out. But really to attract new clients, these are the couple of things that you need to really have in place. I think you need to be very sure on who you are and the services that you are providing. What I mean by that is that you have a clear understanding on who it is that you are here to serve. If you are clear on that and you've got an ideal client in mind, you know, you've got a very clearly defined niche and the programs that you offer are very much tailored to support that niche, your ideal client in overcoming the struggles that they have within their lives or in their business, obviously depending on what sort of coaching services that you're offering them. But you're so clear on that, that the way you position yourself at the marketplace, so your marketing, your branding material, signature brand is so clear and concise that your ideal client, when they come across you, when they hear you speak, they read your articles or whatever way that you're communicating your brand, they instantly listen and say, hey, this person gets me. They know what I'm struggling with. And look at this. They've got a fantastic solution. Really very important that you position your coaching services and your programs in a way that they, without a shadow of a doubt, can recognize that you have the, you know, the program to be able to support them in shifting whatever, you know, shifting through whatever it is that they're struggling with. And then being able to, you know, have the conversation with them to enroll them within, you know, your program. So it's being comfortable, it's being confident within the way that you approach and you position your program to them. That's also very important too. So those are some key things that you need to have in place, but go and check out those resources, Jude. If this is something also that you are struggling with, how do I attract new clients? These are very important for you to recognize as well. And And of course, go and sign up for the Tally Summit. Even once it's finished, if you're only just finding this recording and you, unfortunately, it's past November, you can still get access to all of the recordings of the, with my special guests and all of the resources and the templates and the worksheets as well. So all you need to do is go to www.smashingtheglasscealingtallysummit.com and you can find out how you can get access to those recordings. I will put a link in the show notes as well. So Jude, hope that was helpful for you. Now, if you've got a question and you're not really sure about something within your coaching practice, how you should shift through that, then uh, certainly look at the show notes at all of the different ways that you can connect with me. There's different ways. You can send me a voicemail. You can send me an email. You can even, if you want to, go and write your question on uh, my Facebook page and I look forward to answering that in an upcoming podcast episode. So, I hope that was helpful for you. So, let's finish today's show with an inspirational quote. Today's inspirational quote is by Stephen Hines. And he says, if you want something, don't wish for it. Life is too short to wait. And I absolutely, I think that's fantastic. If you really want something, don't just wait for it to happen. Go and make it happen. 
So if you are dreaming about building a successful coaching practice, if you want to go out and get, you know, five new amazing high paying clients, go out and do it. Don't just sit around and wait for it to happen. And don't allow your inner critic or your thoughts or your beliefs hold you back from stepping out boldly. Don't let your inner critic continue to have you playing small. Go out there and get it. Take the steps that you need. If you need support, if you need mentoring, if you need to invest in in more professional development, go out and do it. Take action so that you can start to achieve the goals, the dreams that you have for yourself. Because remember, the only person that's stopping you from doing that is you. No one else can stop you. So if you want something, don't wish for it. Life is too short to wait by Stephen Hines. And I've added the little piece on the end of it that's saying, just do it. Just get out there and do it because I know that you are worth it. I think you're incredible and I want to hear how you are going. So leave a comment for me if you're on the show notes. There's a section below where you can write your comments there. Let me know what ahas that you have had today. If you're listening via iTunes, go on back. I really would appreciate if you go back to iTunes and leave a rating for the show and leave a comment about what it is that you are going to do differently in your coaching business, in your coaching practice that will have you recognize the value you offer so that you can start to charge what you're worth, that you can start to attract your ideal clients and get paid what you're worth. I believe in you and I really encourage you to step out boldly and be the incredible you that you are and allow the world to see that too so that you can continue to make a difference in the lives of your clients. My love and brilliance to you. Have a fantastic rest of the week and I look forward to connecting with you again on the next episode of Coaches Connection Podcast. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details.